Hey guys, this is not episode blah 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 of the Bagner Boardcast. And you know how you know this is a not episode? Chris isn't starting it. But it is a not episode. <laughs> it is a not episode with the three of us here. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. We only do a not episodes when one of us can't make an actual show. But we finished an episode, quote-unquote, early, and decided to do a not-episode attached to it to have to put out when we can't all three of us get together to record a normal show. Oh, early meaning that we haven't finished the beer that we're drinking right now. There we go. That's what we're doing right now. We are still drinking. And we're drinking a what? We are drinking from Jack's Abbey Craft Lagers. Mass Rising. This is a double IPL. That's mm-hmm. an Indian Pale Lager. This comes to us at eight percent with a hundred IBUs, Paul. Ooh! Did your mom bring us this one as well? I'm we sorry. did not. I'm it, sorry. She, what's she that? did not. What's that? What's that, John? It has what? Hundred IBUs. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> don't bring that shit into my house with that IBU bullshit. I like that you just spilled beer all over your own house by slapping that carpet. can out of my yeah. hand. I hope the listeners heard the can just go <laughs> ding, 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 as I slammed it out of your hand. It's a good thing I was just holding it with the tips of my mm-hmm. finger. I saw it. There was an opportunity <laughs> for comedy, and uh, I took it. This is a beer that we've had in the past, uh, 2013 and 2014, mm. um, were the last times we had this. We rated it relatively high. Um, it is a big release that we from them now that it is a a beer that we get in our area. Before, it was the fact that my mother lived in Massachusetts, mm-hmm. uh, right around the corner from the brewery, and would bring us beers from the brewery, because we did really enjoy them. Uh, if you are a long-time listener, you will know that Fire in the Ham was a fantastic beer that tasted like beer that ham soaked in. <laughs> Uh, this Mass Rising is a easy drinking 8% double IPL. Uh, the fact that we had recorded a podcast before this and Paul and I have had three very different beers and then this, this doesn't compare to the beers we no. have previously had. But I it's think still delicious. It's still good. I think on a hot day sitting on your porch, this is a great easy drinking beer. Mm-hmm. It's very easy drinking. I, I've been trying to sip it because I knew we were going into this episode recording this. Uh, it's not fair. It's not bitter at all. Again, I will rail against the IBUs. Uh, if you talk IBUs to me, you will get slapped. Yes. <laughs> it's just how it is. This has be a nice drying lagerish mouthfeel to it. Yeah, there's a little nickel. You got a, little, a nice, little lager nickel. nice little uh, hoppiness to it. Uh, enjoyable. I have a this is a tall boy can, mm-hmm. uh, four pack tall boy can for like ten bucks. Um, I have another can of this. I only brought one for us because mm-hmm. I brought Born Again and there's the a Fuji. nutty aftertaste on it, which is it's not drying. It's not that like IPA bitter drying. This has a more sweet, nutty kind of aftertaste. I have another tall boy of mm-hmm. this. I wouldn't want to drink the whole thing myself. I'd want to split it mm-hmm. again. And uh, Chris, 
Guess what you might be drinking in a couple weeks. Uh, I'm, I'm okay. Get ready! I'm okay with trying it again because, like you said, we've had it before, but it it doesn't stick with me. I recognize the name, but I don't remember anything about it. Uh, and I have to say, like, there are some beers from Jack's Abbey that I think are really phenomenal. Their house lager is probably the best tasting beer, quote unquote, beer. Uh, it's just a lager, and it's great. And every sip you have, you go, oh, "Well, damn, that's a really good beer." Uh, but there's nothing like extreme about it. But it's the best tasting beer that's not an IPA. That's just a lager that is out there. I feel. But uh, that being said, Chris, what are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking something from Southern Tier Brewing, and this is part of their Blackwater series, and this is their Thick Mint Imperial Stout, a dessert beer brewed with chocolate and mint. And as soon as you pour this, it smells like a Girl Scout Thin Mint cookie. Um, It's just overwhelmingly chocolate and mint. Like, it just smells phenomenal. When you take that first sip of it, it's just like a very strong mint, almost like a creme de mint. Mm-hmm. Um, if you just got like vanilla ice cream somewhere and then they put like the creme de mint on top of it and you're like, okay, like overwhelmingly like sweet mint. And then you get some chocolate notes on the back that kind of like follow that up. Um, then it's kind of gone. Like it's... It's very ghosty for how flavor-forward it is. Yeah. Like, when I smack my, like, lips together, I still get a little bit of, like, that kind of um, mint burn. I I don't know if that makes sense, but it's just, like, a strong peppermint, like, linger. But, like, not a lot of taste from it. Uh, This sits at 10% ABV. It's 20 proof. Uh, 20 proof? 20 proof. 10%. 20 proof. Yeah. I just, we've never used that term. No, like, proofs. I've yeah. never seen it actually printed on the side of a beer bottle before. That's why I said it. It was weird. Um, again, I bought two bottles of this and then two bottles of the creme brulee because they have that also in the, like, in the six pack. So I was like, oh my God, like, I'm going to grab those just to like have them sit on those for a while. This was one I actually really wanted to try because I haven't had it before. I'm interested in sitting on my other bottle for a while just to see kind of like what happens to it. Um, but again, like this is one of those things I think much like the, uh, which we'll call the other fruit beer that I had previously, the fruit wood talking about like just reducing it down, using it for something like a, uh, cheesecake. This is something that could go great with a dessert on its own. Like I don't, see this being something like oh man it's out i need to buy it i have to drink it um, i it's something good just to have for like the first time on the show but i i probably wouldn't buy this again unless i had plans to do something special with it for like dessert i don't think this um i think this is their weakest of the backwater series uh i think last year two years ago when they released the orange chocolate Oh, that was fantastic. That, I mean, delivered and was delicious. And, like, orange chocolate, chocolate, mm-hmm. I don't like. But the orange chocolate beer, I was like, well, this is dynamite. This is great. Mm-hmm. And this is the, 
next beer that we've gotten from them. Well, remember, when we were at their open house, they had a mint and also chocolate and also the orange chocolate. Well, the, the, the mint chocolate was a firkin mm-hmm. hand-pulled that was, you know, something they were it seemed just like, doing. But it seemed like they were playing around with this idea for a while. I think and so. we kind of saw that it would be coming. Right? Like, yeah. Uh, once we got the orange chocolate from the. And I've had. I'm, not, I'm not a thin mint fan. See, Listen, I've always You make that face. Oh, you done screwed up there, Jonathan. I'm a tag along fan. You try to take away that peanut butter chocolate cookie from me, I will kill you. That is my. See, that I, is I my like cookie. thin mints. I was always a bigger fan of the Samoas. Like the Samoas know. are so much better than Tagalongs. Uh, oh, coconut, coconut and caramel, great together. Yeah, I'm not a big. I would say I'm this is something. Fan. This is something that's definitely worth trying. I mean, power rankings right now of little of uh of Girl Scout cookies. cookies. Tagalong, Samoa, Sorry, Chris. Samoa that aren't okay, number two that aren't called Samoas anymore. No, no, no. They're either called uh, Samoas or creme or uh, caramel delights. Yeah, it depends on which uh, bakery they come from. Chris knows. Yep, because I fucking listen, love Samoas. I, listen, all I buy are tagalong, so I don't care. Uh, tagalong, Samoa, Samoas, Thin Mint, and then what? The Girl Scout cookie that's just got like the girl, the girl, yeah, the trifles, the, the lemon yeah. one. No, no, the trifles, the shortbread. I don't like those. Those are awful. Those are out. Then which ones are you talking about? No, that, that's that's that's. I only know four of the cookies. I only know four of the cookies because I only buy the tagalongs. Chris, Why would I buy anything yeah. else? No, he only knows he chocolate, only knows four chocolate and peanut butter. Oh, the Girl Scout cookies, chocolate and peanut butter, and I put them in the freezer and I eat them frozen. Oh, it's the best. It is the best. Paul, tagalongs I'm, in the I'm freezer. I'm not gonna get you back on this because I'm the same way. Like <laughs> my my number one are Samoas, then the Thin Mints, and then like I like the I don't even know what they're called, but they're like the lemon ones. Okay, it's also like a cutout cookie. Mm-hmm. It's got like the Girl Scout kind of like silhouette on it. I don't remember the name of it, um, but but then the tagalongs because I mean chocolate and peanut butter are great. I don't necessarily like peanut butter in my cookies though. They are it's. It just loses something in cookie form, but they're still good. But yeah, that's that's legit all I got. Those are the worst of the peanut butter and chocolate together combinations that have ever come together. Like that tag along. Well, there's Reese. There's the Reese Egg Tree Pumpkin Santa. That's number one. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Number two pieces. Number two. I, I prefer cups to pieces. Peanut butter M and M's. Peanut butter M and M's. There's more peanut butter to the, them. Peanut butter M and M's are better than Reese's cups. They're better than Reese's best, pieces, but not Reese's pieces. But this is a whole. I haven't even given my power <laughs> ranking. This is a whole other. This is a whole other not an episode. My power ranking. Caramel Delights, a.k.a. Samoa's, number one. I really peed that, too. I was like, power ranking. I really... Samoa's, number one. Thin Mints, number two. Yep. And then the classic shortbread Girl Scout cookies, number three. What are you, dipping that in your tea? Yeah. Fuck you. Just enjoying them. No. Shortbread is a delicious cookie. If you're listening to this and you follow us on the Facebook Because I'm Paul and I'm... Fucking boring. 
And if you follow, I am basic. And if you follow us on our Facebook page, please uh, share with us your power ranking of Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> but now we're we'll gonna, see that in a month, two months. Who knows when this will post? Yeah, we, whenever we don't get to record an actual episode and this goes up. We are now going to be doing a power ranking of Star Wars characters. Mm-hmm. And this was brought to us with Chris for a fun uh, for a fun not episode with Star Wars week just having ended and Chris having been there and Star Wars celebration. Star Wars celebration. Uh, we I, were celebrating. I lived and breathed Star Wars for like five days straight and man was it great but I lost track of the outside world in that time because it was literally just all Star Wars. And during the time I just started thinking it's like man like we haven't done a Star Wars related episode in a while, and we haven't done a top ten related episode in even longer, probably. Uh, I have to that say that Chris was celebrating Star Wars celebration. I was celebrating Star Wars speculation. No much like how people celebrate Gen Con and others celebrate Gen Cant. Uh, uh, if, uh, they had a convention dedicated to just Rogue One. It would be called Gen Con. Uh, this is this is something that would be a main topic for us it's just the fact that we know that we won't remember to do it Mm -hmm. and it'd be a while for us to get around to it and we had time to record it tonight and on May 4th we we would be recording something else because all three of us will be together again if you recording a couple things so what we're doing each of us have a we, we each are going to bring three characters to the table, and then from those th- three each, nine characters, we are going to create a top five list. Mm-hmm. And if one person says your character's name, you can't, you got to choose someone else to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. No repeats. No repeats. No repeats, but this still gives us a chance to talk about those characters, because, I mean... You can claim Star Wars, but Star Wars belongs to us all. So, Chris, you, this was your idea, so I'm going to give you the, either the option to start I with, go first. Well, no, here's the thing, is you start with your number three, we round robin it, and then you will be the last person to say your number one, or we do it so you are the first person to say your number one. So you get to pick who goes first, and also you get to go. You get to go first on number one, so, or are you go first on your number three, and you're the last one to say your number one. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you that option. Um, I'll go last to give my number one because I don't think anyone else is going to pick it, and it's a weird reason why. So I feel good. I feel good. Okay. So okay. So pick who goes first. You're, 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 the, you're the first one to nominate your person. So am I giving my number one or my number no, you're three? Your number you're giving three. your number three. Why would you my give number, number one first? I don't, I don't know. Like, There's a lot of rules that just got thrown at me, and I'm just still trying to wrap my head around this thickman beer. I got exactly um, what John was saying. Like, right? I got yeah, it. Yeah. Like, well, Paul, you're, you're the master of like drafting the brackets and like the He's drafts not, like this is your I real am. i've proven that over the years i was just like i want to talk about star wars some more guys um okay but my number three i'm gonna go with someone that's not so much an unsung hero i feel like it's a character that just needs more time in the spotlight because every time he had the ability to be in it 
he was overshadowed by some dumb shit kid that was learning the ways of the Force. And this is going to be Obi-Wan Kenobi. Wow. Obi-Wan Kenobi is probably the linchpin of the Star Wars universe. Yeah, he might have not necessarily dropped the ball with Anakin Skywalker, but he was uh, studying underneath Qui-Gon Jinn. Qui-Gon got taken out by Darth Maul. Boom. Here's Obi-Wan. He takes out Darth Maul. Not really canon. Darth Maul's still around. Surprise. Um, <laughs> then he takes on Anakin too, Skywalker. His, his Padawan. Kind of set up to fail from the beginning. Anakin was too old to learn anyways. He kind of fell under the sway of Darth Sidious, a.k.a. Chief Palpatine. He's the Senate. He knows what he's doing. He's good at corrupting people. Then he comes in to get Obi-Wan, uh, or sorry, to General. teach Luke. General Obi-Wan Kenobi. General Obi-Wan Kenobi in the Clone Wars. Uh, he takes Luke under his wing, and then he's got to stop his original dumb shit Padawan, Anakin Skywalker, now Darth Vader, sacrifice himself so Luke and crew can get away. But Obi-Wan's awesome, and a lot of this is just stemming from more of the... It, it's not expanded universe anymore, but the canon stuff with what's happened in the prequels, Mm-hmm. And then the Clone Wars cartoon, because Clone Wars really delves more into the relationship of Anakin and Obi-Wan. And they were partners. They were teammates. They did have a learning relationship. So much of what we got in the prequels was basically just Ewan McGregor rolling his eyes at everything Anakin wanted to do. That That's kind of what the relationship boiled down to. But I'm glad they did delve deeper into who Obi-Wan was. Um, the issue of the Star Wars comic book that we had that focused on Obi-Wan's time on Tatooine, watching Luke grow up and kind of protecting him from afar was awesome and just solidified the fact that we do need an Obi-Wan movie at some point because he's such a great character and there's so many more stories to tell about him and those would be all awesome. Uh, Obi Wan was my was my number one. Wow. Hey, uh, I and think also, Ewan McGregor is just dope and everything. So there's that. Ewan McGregor keeps. There's rumors that he keeps on saying that he wants to be back for well, more Obi Wan. The rumors Obi-Wan. is doing a doing a a follow up Pre- prequel kind of you know. Obi-Wan movie, which mm-hmm. I am psyched for because a Star Wars story. Alec, Alec Guinness Obi-Wan was one thing, mm-hmm. and the mentory kind of thing in the Force Ghost. It was Ewan McGregor's portrayal of Obi-Wan that made me go, that guy's fucking dope. Yeah. I mean, episode, I, I episode, hope the only reason, sorry, John, I don't want to cut you off, but I'm just hoping the only reason we haven't gotten an Obi-Wan like side story or anything yet is because they're just waiting for him to kind of get to the age where it looks like he can lead into the Alec Guinness Obi-Wan. Well, the, the big thing is, is it's literally been 20, almost 20 years since he played Obi-Wan, which is the time frame for what he should, he should look like yeah. Alec Guinness with the toupee. So it doesn't like it, He's, he still looks great. Um, but no, Obi-Wan, I think it's it's his portrayal of Obi-Wan. Episode 2, when he's off on his own, just doing badass shit, uh, you know, meeting his contacts. Episode 3, when he's doing badass shit and then 
totally takes Skywalker's hand and legs and just lets him fall into the uh, lava pit. Lava. He had the high ground, right? Which didn't mean shit for. It doesn't mean shit for Obi Wan because he totally took Darth Maul when Darth Maul had the higher ground. Mm-hmm. Obi Wan's that badass. Uh, the one thing I found out that was really great is they had to go back and do a pickup shot because Obi-Wan, in the original what Lucas shot, he had to do reshoots because he never had Obi-Wan pick up Anakin's lightsaber. Oh. He had to go back and film it because he's like, oh, that doesn't make sense. I, uh, he had Anakin's lightsaber in New Hope, so he has to pick it up. So that's mm-hmm. not actually Ewan McGregor picking up that lightsaber. It's like a stunt double that <laughs> oh, they geez. went back like a month later to film him like just because well, at that down. point too, aren't they focusing on Anakin like burning half Anakin? Like you just see someone pick it up and he's like, oh. And why doesn't a Jedi Master just like force pick it up? Like why does he actually go over and um, insult to injury at that point? Oh. Like give me that. <laughs> Fine, I'll pick up your trash for you. So, Chris, who goes next? Why are you asking me? I just because said this is your wheelhouse. This is, but it's up to you because it's your topic. Oh, uh, I guess you, Paul, because you're next on my uh, on my sheet of paper because I'm writing all this down. Well, if you're going to pick Obi Wan, I got to pick the guy that kills him, Darth Vader. Oh. Ooh. Uh, Darth Vader is. The I think you guys are picking heavy hitters for your number threes. Yeah, uh, because I have the heaviest hitter for my number one though. Darth Vader is like the quintessential villain because there's more to him than just being that. What was the you know the mustache twilling villain that one that's just there to wreck everything? Because there's the redemption story for him in the original Tridge. Like, in the original trilogy, there is that... He even has a story. The villain has a story arc. Where he's conflicted about giving Luke over to Vader. Or or, uh, Luke over to the the Emperor. And just that... That badass moment where he's he's a killer starfighter. He he, uh, gets that imperial advanced starfighter. He could probably... Fly an A-wing better than anybody else could, but you know he's in the Imperial Navy, so he can't. Uh, so he's got, got that high advanced special yep. Tie Fighter. Mm-hmm. It was it was the prototype for the Interceptor. Yeah, uh, which comes out later. And and I mean, are we gonna like count in Anakin Skywalker stuff to Darth Vader too? Or are we counting them as separate? Characters? Those are separate. Yeah. Okay, I was just wondering about that. But Darth Vader, like. He is he's a man with a plan and he's executing it. Much like the uh, young links in uh, He's executing everyone. <laughs> order eight or six uh order sixty six, man. Right? Order sixty six? Yep. Yep. And I just yeah, watched the it. end of Rogue One again today as I was just kinda like <laughs> after I got home from work I was hanging out. And when I said the end, I mean I picked up at the point when like the rebel fleet kind of flies into Scarif. Mm-hmm. And like from that point on, and the rest of that movie is just gut wrenching because you know it's happening. But every time I see one of those rebels get like cut down somehow, like I still have a little flutter in my heart. It's like, oh my god! Like I knew this is coming. I expected it the first time I saw the movie. 
but he, nothing gets me as much as that moment when they're on like the blockade mm-hmm. runner and they're just like the, it's the rebel trooper staring down that hallway and you just see the black smoke and then that lightsaber illuminates up and you're just like fucking vader man like That's, he force lifts people force lifts. and just to cut him in half he force lifts that dude and just kind of walks by him and just lightsabers him in half like it's an get out of my way. like oh i gotta kill this guy still uh, <laughs> that is the vader that should have been in the real original trilogy that a ridge stridge a ridge stridge that just mm-hmm. wasn't able to show up but this is the guy that hunts down the jedi yeah. and is still there the jedi aren't mm-hmm. uh yeah the Vader. But all of, like, ten minutes after that scene, the Jedi have long dead. Everybody's forgotten about your ancient religion. It's like, wait, what? Is it that ancient? Is it? Well, Are we in the, a... like, console wars of religions here, people? Star, uh, Star Wars is I all mentioned, I man. mentioned Mass Rising, which was a beer that we haven't had in three years. Oh, that ancient <laughs> that Chris, drink. That Chris is like... Jeez, I didn't realize that long ago. And then you're like, four years? But here's the thing. We've had a lot of different beers in that four years, at least like three or four more a week since then. Mm -hmm. It's not like there's three or four more religions popping up that we're following. But the thing is, it's like with the the Jedi, Mm -hmm. it's something that for most people was just something that was talked about. Right. And then for the last 20 years, it's non-existent. And you probably don't know about Vader going out and hunting down mm-hmm. Jedi because Empire wants to keep that quiet. And they also want people to know who are in hiding that they don't know that you're there and that Vader's going to come and kill you. Yeah, I don't think of Harry Kissinger as going out and killing a bunch of different people. He might have. But I haven't kept up on that guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's been 20 years. And that's where Vader lies. <laughs> So, so John, you're number three. Uh, my number three is someone who we thought lost his life too soon, but was there to come back in the computer animated series and to now have just lost their life in the current computer animated series. <laughs> and that would be Darth Maul. Oh, yep. Darth Maul is bad ass. I hate Darth Maul. Dude, he looks scary. He's got that double-wielding lightsaber. He's all looks, no substance. Dude, he takes... He's fighting two Jedi at the same time and beating their asses. It's only because he doesn't know that Obi-Wan knows that he needs to be really careful with the high (laughs) ground to get him. No, and... I'm going to reinforce this because this is a great pick, John. I and I feel the need to defend it to Paul. Okay, yep. I feel yep. I feel like George Lucas doesn't know when he has a good thing because they set up something awesome with Darth Maul and they ended it in Phantom Menace when it should have been kind of like the through line through the prequels. Like, just have that relationship and that just animosity uh, dichotomy like yeah just have that build until they finally get their showdown like and have that just sting and burn into obi-wan and i feel like it wasn't until we had like this 
Disney repurchasing of Lucasfilm or purchasing because they didn't buy it again, where someone was like, man, you know what? They really dropped the ball with Darth Maul. Can, can we get him back somehow? Because like you said, it's form over substance because they didn't give him the chance to actually live and flourish. Like, no, he comes back with spider legs before they even realize they had him. He is an almost unrelenting force that should have been the through line for those characters. That mm-hmm. they, instead of General Grievous, they keep yeah. having to all of a sudden this guy just pops up again and be like, "What? Jeez, like, we just got away from you last time." Uh, but what they did do with him with the Clone Wars and all of that, and they gave that backstory, and then it with was... With the sirens or whatever they were? His, the his, witches? The witches kind of race, and then him and his brother, and then mm-hmm. the Emperor slaughtering his brother in front of him, mm-hmm. and then defeating him, and then everyone thinking he's dead again for him to yet come back. All that stuff is great. I can't wait to watch the episode where he faces... Obi-Wan on Tatooine. I can't wait for it. It's already aired. I haven't... Uh, I don't have... It's on Rebels. It aired like eight years ago in Clone Wars. No, 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 in Rebels. It just aired in Rebels. Oh, was it in Rebels? Yeah. Rebels this year, dude. Just like... Oh, my God, okay. I thought it was older. a month ago. Damn, I haven't watched uh, Rebels Season 3 yet. The the mid-season trailer is him and the, the little kid... They're looking at some for- there's like they're looking in some side of a force stone, and then all of a sudden, Darth Maul seeing that Obi Wan is still alive mm-hmm. and being like, "He's alive," and then just gets up and walks out and flies the fucking Tatooine to fight him. It's great, Darth Maul. Boom in your face, Paul. Yeah, yeah. He's all looks, no substance. He has how many lines in that movie? Dude, he does three. It. He, he does- literally has three. He doesn't so need does, it. You know, so does Boba Fett, though, in Empire. He took he took Obi Wan and Qui Gon Jinn to task. He uh-huh. he bested them both. God, just that like scene with them between like the like the barriers, and he's just like pacing back and forth, and like just an animal on the prowl. Fucking Darth Maul is awesome. The All best right. scene, the best part of the prequels is watching the Darth Maul end fight scene. Yes. Without it separated with wizard flying through this <laughs> fucking space. I actually did that before where I went through the prequels and I just fast forward and I'm like, what are the best parts of the prequels? Oh, the lightsaber battles. Yeah. What's the best part of the original trilogy? It's all the starship battles. Like they, they, sw- they flip. Give me a hammerhead. Oh, oh my. No. Don't you talk shit about that Star Wars battle. Up in this because that was, I'm not talking shit. That was one of the best scenes. That was the best scene. Everything about that movie is great. But when he's like, "Get me a hammerhead," and then he drives that ship down, that's fucking great. It was Star great. Star Wars. Paul, number two pick. No, no, it's you. It's a snake draft. Oh, I could do my number two. Yes, that's how snake drafts See, work. Paul, nobody gets this but you. <laughs> my number two pick, and fuck y'all because I know he's on your list. Mm-hmm. Best starfighter ever? Poe Dameron. Poe po Dameron. <laughs> yep. Number yep. two pick. And I, he had to go on my list. Not that he's not great, but you know, he does my, fly an X-wing though. Because my Obi Wan, cool. because my Obi Wan was picked, I had to find someone else. Mm-hmm. 
See, I didn't. I'm I'm going to defend my pick because I didn't think Obi Wan was going to be like that late of a game pick for somebody. Like mm-hmm. he's mine. I'm surprised that he was going to be your number one. I think you get better Jedi moments with him than you would with Luke. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Poe Dameron, what can I say about this guy? I can't wait to see what he does in eight. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't wait. But what does he get in a new jacket? What we got what we got out of him from episode seven, it it totally delivered. He's the only character that would be on my list for He's the everyman that's really good at his job. Yeah. I do you talk first, Roger? Talk first. Yeah. Uh, he's got a great <laughs> Have you seen that outtake where Kylo Ren says I talk first. I always talk first. <laughs> was that it's an outtake or was like comedy bit that they did it might have been a comedy bit or an outtake i don't know which yeah uh because that doesn't seem like kylo ren i talk first i talk first uh i feel like they learned the lesson from darth maul with getting rid of characters too early because <laughs> poe was supposed to die and they're like <laughs> isaac what's his name isaac uh oscar isaac oscar isaac is like no this is a lot more fun than playing the uh, apocalypse. apocalypse. Let's do this more, please. Yeah, God bless the person at Lucasfilm that was like, no, this dude's awesome, let's keep him around, or whatever happened, because, yeah. man, like, if he had died in that initial um, escape from uh, the First Order, like, mm-hmm. that, I don't know how it would have changed the first movie, because, I mean, yeah, you do see him again later when, like, they finally roll up on Maz Kanata's castle, and he's just blasting stormtroopers from his X-Wing, which was awesome, but man. Especially painted X-Wing. Oh, yeah, he's, he's that badass. Like He he, he flies around in an orange and black X-Wing. A Halloween-colored X-Wing. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to scare you. He's uh, just cool. He's the pumpkin. He is, and, and that's why he's my number two. Poe Dameron. He's Poe Dameron. He's great. We're best friends now. He's <laughs> great. Like he, there's, and this kind of goes to all like the three main heroes, I guess, of Force Awakens. Um, without giving away like anyone's picks or anything, because I don't know what you guys are going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, they all have a severe likability. Poe, Finn, and Ray. Like they're all very ground level like they're all real people kind of living in that world and we can see everything through their eyes and that's what i like because there's just crazy random shit happening around them pose just the one that's good at it yeah he's right. the best chris you're gonna finish us up so you have to go next so you can finish okay um, you got your number you're going first right next round no he's going last yeah oh you're going last you wanted no, to go I thought last I got- I thought I got my number one pick before anyone else gets to number Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get your number one pick before anybody else, so I'm going to go, and then no, you're going to... No, he gonna... got his... He, he, started, he started with three. Oh, he started He started. So he goes next, then you, uh-huh. then you go first, then me, and then Chris finishes. That's what we try to explain yep, to yep. him, that's and um, that's what he picked. So... Has John become the master, Paul? Is that is that what just happened? No, no, no. No, we you just... just have no fucking clue what's going on, ever. <laughs> so I'm going to go with... Uh... No! Chris well, goes! Is... Chris is going to go. Um, my number two is going to be one of those expanded... Or... Good. Go with Ahsoka Tano. 
Okay. Yep. Um, she was on she my debuted. list of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I had seven people listed down. So I I understand. Who is this she, character? Clone um, Wars. She debuted in the Clone Wars. She was what? Snips. Snips. Yeah, she debuted in the Clone Wars. She was Anakin uh-huh. Skywalker's Padawan learner. As a two. Um, Fulcrum what? and she has the two lightsabers. Fulcrum and something else. Yeah, uh, she's got double lightsabers, and she actually walked away from being a Jedi and kind of disappeared before the whole Order 66 thing went down, and then resurfaced in Season 2 of Star Wars Rebels as one of the people that was kind of feeding information to the titular role, uh, the titular Rebels that we had, uh, leading to like culmination of her actually meeting Darth Vader, knowing it was Anakin, and bringing back everything that happened before. And the fact that they said everything that happened in Clone Wars is canon, everything that's happening in Rebels is canon. Like, this is all stuff that they're saying, yes, go ahead. And her being one of the original characters that kind of sprang out of all this makes me hope that they find a way for her to exist in the current Star Wars film universe. Um She's an awesome, like, just fun character. A little bit annoying at first, but kind of grew into her own and becomes a badass. I would love to see Clone Wars and Rebels give something to the larger Star Wars universe instead of it just being more reactionary and kind of picking up on those threads and being like, hey, let's explore this a little more. Because, yeah, they gave us more stuff with Darth Maul, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. But in the larger scope of things, Darth Maul was that prequel character that people loved and didn't get enough of. I want someone from Rebels or Clone Wars to jump into the movies and then have him be like, oh my god, this character is dope. What, she's been around for this long? Well, she was that's, in what, a, that's what I really want. She was in a theatrical release of Star Wars The Clone Wars The Movie, <laughs> which nobody watched. I, nope. I watched uh, it. It was on. Uh, I brought somebody's DVD. Uh, no, Snips is great. Uh, Ahsoka Tana, because I think they're really going after that whole idea of the balance of the Jedi and the actual person, the Jedi, instead of being light side or dark side, that gray Jedi. And she is that template of the gray Jedi yeah. by the end of the Clone Wars. And that's really what I kind of hope they lead into, because even when she does jump back in in Rebels, mm-hmm. and someone like calls her a Jedi, she's like, I'm not a Jedi. And then she just ignites her two lightsabers, and they both have white crystals, which is something that like no Jedi has. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Sabine has a black. She has, yeah, she has, uh, Sabine has the black saber, yeah. Yeah. Um, she's the Mandalorian. She, oh, yeah, John's she, shaking his head. Like, no, he, he's, he's nodding, like he knows. I do know, I do know. Okay. But it's like Rebels is like a really cool show, and I'm glad it exists because it's it has the ability to feed so much into like the larger Star Wars canon now, and I I just want them to pick up on some of those threads. And we did get some like references to it in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Um, their ship, the Ghost, appears when they're attacking Scarif in the background when they're showing the temple at Yavin at the Rebel base. Like you can see Chopper. For like a split second, like he's appearing there. 
some of the characters are appearing in uh, Fantasy Flight's board game, The Imperial Assault uh, Chopper, and also the Twi'lek, like Hera. Hera. Uh, those yeah. are both uh, characters that are appear- appearing in that game, and also Sabin uh, has a miniature her X-wing, her or not X-wing, her uh, Tie Fighter appears in the X-Wing Miniatures game as well. And a lot of those characters, too, also appearing in the Marvel Star Wars series. Uh, The one bounty hunter dude, with he's an alien guy with the the, the big brim hat. From Clone Wars. Oh, Catwalker. uh, Catwalker, He's showing up in the Darth Maul comic book. Ghost is also a vessel in X-Wing Miniatures as well. Uh, But, Paul, you're number two. We, oh, we loved the Kanan the Last Padawan series when that came out, too. Mm-hmm. That's all about Kanan from Rebels. All right. Well, nobody's mentioned a droid. And we got to mention at least one droid. And I'm going to expand the universe here. And maybe I'm going to villain list. I don't even know. But I'm going to go with HK-47, uh, the assassin droid that shows up in the uh, Knights of the Old Republic series and also shows up in the uh, Star Wars Imperial Assault series from Fantasy Flight. And apparently, he is canon. Uh, He's this great, very sardonic uh, assassin droid who's basically the template for K2SO. He's the pre-K2SO before K2SO was. Like, uh... I, you know, I would do a slash K2SO here, but I like HK47. Is this one of the Bounty Hunter robots? He I is. Don't, or if I didn't play the, those games, yeah. I don't know who he He's is. not. You're thinking IG-88? Yes. Uh, the assassin robot. But this is a different robot who... Uh, I don't know who he, he is. You wouldn't know who he is. Okay. If you don't know HK-47, then you don't know HK-47. I don't want to... I don't want to downplay this, Paul. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he's going to make the top five. But when, if when you, you were love talking him, about him before, I thought you were talking about one of Doctor Aphra's droids from the Vader series. Probably not. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But Daphne, you know what? Uh, You've played a lot more expanded stuff than mm-hmm. we have with those games. So, hey, if this is one of your favorite characters, this is one of your favorite characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think people that hear HK forty seven, they they are like yes. Definitely deserves to be on a list of top characters. Uh, definitely a hilarious character. More, more than K2SO? I think I think K2SO is trying to be HK-47. Like, it's just one of those things where, like, oh, it's the new version of K- HK-47. Like, I would... I kind of put them on even footing, but I my number one character is going to also be from Rogue One, so therefore I want to get expanded the universe in here. So that's why I'm going HK47 more though over uh, K2SO. Okay. Because I mean K2SO is still on the board. Just saying. I know. I would go with <laughs> them. Awesome. But I want to I want to give a nod to the love that I have for. You know, the Knights of the Old Republic series. You're just, you're just going to do it now because you're number one. My number one is uh, going to be Jan Orso. She is the badass that we all hoped Han Solo would become. She's the... She out-Han Solo's Han Solo. 
Like she's the she she's that one step closer to just doing what is right and what is good than Hansel lets himself do because he thinks it's going to get him killed. And he's right. Spoilers for Rogue One. Uh, because Jan Orso dies, but man, Jan Orso is my favorite Star Wars character right now. Like, bar none. Like, she's a badass. She goes out. She can fly ships. She's like, kind of has a oneness with the Force, so but not quite. Uh, and she just inspires people. Uh, I want her to lead any team that I'm going to be on. Like, I would follow her to hell and back. Like, it's... Yes. Sign Make me up. Make ten men feel like a hundred. Yep. And boy, did they. Yeah. I I would be the Brody to that ship launch thing. I would just be out there being like, well, I can't get there. You're telling me to, I have to? Okay, I will do it. And I will die in the process. Like, that's... No, she makes me believe that we have to do this because it will work in the end, and it will be better for it. Jen Orso, my number one pick. John, it's a good pick. My number one pick. It's Luke Skywalker. Really? Luke. The original trilogy... Mm -hmm. It's his story. It's his story. You're following Luke. But it is Luke Skywalker from Return of the Jedi Mm -hmm. that really does it. It's the guy that's walking into... He knows he's... It's a death trap. He's he's walking into uh, uh, the Hutt's palace there. Mm -hmm. Not only that, he's choking two bitches out to get through. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't know it wasn't going to work on the huts, but totally takes out the rancor. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's those moments where, like, he's handcuffed, he's with Solo, <laughs> they're going to their death, and he's like, eh, you're not seeing much, it's just desert. You know I grew up here. <laughs> Hold that thought. I'm going to take but out no, this ship. No, at then time's like, you're going to die here, <laughs> you know. One of my favorite Star Wars jokes. <laughs> but, but he doesn't. Uh-huh. He's jumping up, he gets a lightsaber, he's taking everyone out. It's He's the man with the plan. If if they were able to make the Jedis as cool as they were in, quote-unquote, the prequels and everything, mm-hmm. Luke would be even cooler than he is. Uh, biggest thing that I was excited about was seeing an older Luke in... Episode 7, yeah. It was sad when it was just the last couple minutes, but his monologue in 8, you know, just a a, a little bit of talk over, and knowing that he's going to have a bigger part in that. Like, I grew up loving Luke Skywalker, Mm -hmm. and that hasn't stopped. And I want to see those cool moments. You You were a Luke's kid, not a Han kid? No, I never had. I grew up with a Return of the Jedi lightsaber. I, I don't know I, why. I don't know why I limited us to those two because I was a wedge kid. But, you didn't even pick wedge. <laughs> but like, I mean, uh, Luke's bad. I mean, Luke's badass. I mean, he's mm-hmm. the character you grew up, and he's the one that I always focused on yeah. in that original trilogy. Growing up, I mean, like. I remember being a little kid, and like I'm the little kid that 
we'd go see a karate movie, and if we went to the drive-ins, my parents would have to like tie me up because they're afraid I was going to kick out a window. When I was watching any Star Wars movie with Luke with a lightsaber, mm-hmm. I was knocking down lamps with either a uh, wiffle bat. Uh, no, the like the cardboard from uh, like wrapping paper, okay. or the actual lightsaber that I had that was just a long plastic tube and a handle. I wanted to be Luke growing up. I wanted to be that Jedi because that's the only thing I knew. Mm-hmm. Knowing more about that universe, yeah, there's cooler people, there's awesomer things, but Luke is what I grew up wanting to be. I wanted to be what Chantel is. Didn't he die? He might have. <laughs> no, he's, he survived both. No, he survived both. Yeah. He meets him on uh, the force movement of Endor. Yeah, he's around at the end. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know where he wound up because I haven't read any of, like the new canon stuff. But in the expanded universe, after the like original trilogy, he was like the star of the uh, the X Wing books because they had stuff like dedicated to just Rogue Squadron. And also, he does he finally like, hangs up the mantle of just the lame X Wing, and he finally gets behind An the A-wing? sweet, sweet, sweet A Wing. Okay. Uh, Chris, you're number one. Um, you know who flew an A Wing. Luke Skywalker. Luke never flew an A-Wing. Yeah, he took out uh, a planet Hoth. He was flying an A-Wing. No, that's a snowspeeder. Snowspeeder? D- completely yeah, different a thing. Completely son different of a bitch. It's a two-man piloted vessel. Not like an A-Wing, which is a one-piloted vessel with an astromech droid. Come on! You guys are bigger nerds than I am. <laughs> um... This- this is really hard being the last one to go for the number one pick because there's still a lot of great characters on the board. Um, and after we do this, I want to say... There's a universe pick. and also an extended universe of those characters. I, I, I think we should just pick like a uh, honorable mention character that we didn't pick before. But for my number one, I have to go with one of the characters who has appeared in every single Star Wars movie and then pretty much anything else that's come out ever since then. He's one of the perennial Star Wars characters. And this is R2-D2. As soon as you said they, he appeared in every single Star Wars uh, movie, I knew where you were going. Uh, Did he show up R- in that French-only release film of uh, Mace Windu? The Not Mace Windu, the Jedi. The Mace Windu, the, uh, the Ewok? <laughs> or was it Mace Windu Ewok movie? He probably did. It was it's our two. Why not? French only uh, release. I don't know about that. <laughs> I know, but nobody does. But R two has been there from the beginning. He's a fan favorite. He's Luke's favorite. I mean, they're bros at this point. Um, also, one of my favorite Star Wars theories is the fact that the entire Star Wars tale is being told from R two D 2s point of view, and that's why R two has all the cool roles and like you see him do some like really impressive shit. And C-3PO is just, like, his dumb shit friend in the corner that's completely messing everything up. Only because he speaks English. Go back, watch all the Star Wars movies, and then just think that that's what's happening. R2's telling the story to someone else, and then it makes complete sense because C-3PO pretty much sucks. Uh, But also, he's, he's one of those linchpin characters for the whole series. Like, if he wasn't there, you know, Leia wouldn't have transported the plans to Obi-Wan. Luke never would have gotten them. 
he, he's important. If he wasn't there, nobody would be able to talk to the Death Star. Like he's he's a big dude. Um, also, who doesn't love that blue and silver droid? Like he's just so recognizable in all things. And anyone can see R two D two, even if they're one of those weirdos that hasn't seen Star Wars, they still recognize and know who R two D two is. Uh, and I think that earns him a special place as my number one. Uh, and also, any information that they say, any information that Luke knows about the Jedi Order is from R2-D2 hacking into the Death Star and getting that information for him. Because everything else was lost. Okay, so we have everybody's picks. There are nine picks here on the table. We're doing a top ten, so that means there's no, we're one doing, other we're character. No, we're doing a top five. Oh, top five. Top Ooh. five characters. From what's here on the table? Well, I think Han Solo gets a... Honorable mention? Oh, yeah. A, yeah, he gets a place he's of prestige. He's number ten? Just being, he's number mm-hmm. ten? He's, he's the number ten. All right. So we have ten now with Han Solo. Mm-hmm. All right. R2-D2, he's definitely in the top five. Yeah, yeah. I do, do like HK forty seven quite a bit for a droid. <laughs> you got no other. You got no other voice for that because we don't know who that is. But I. What if I said K two S O instead? Oh, K two definitely would have placed up high. <laughs> Too All late right. though. I'm saying R two D two, number three. Number three of the five. Of the five. Are you saying higher? Are you saying I'm lower? saying lower. Oh, I, I think R two. I definitely. I think middle. Chris, I think I, I Chris is. Chris's description of him, and you are following him through yeah. all of the movies. Mm-hmm. He's he's it, and he, you know I I think uh, a he number three. I think a number three. But you know who else shows up in all the movies? That is also the through line. C three PO. Uh, but here's the thing: C three PO also had his memory erased and doesn't know everything that's been going on. C three PO knows everything. Mm-hmm. R two's got he, he yeah, knows R2, what's R2's happening. Got it. I think I think R two D two is number three. I think that's it. That's it. That's the spot he goes in. He, he, solid okay. pick. I agree. I agree. Oh, right in the middle. Okay, number three. R two D two. All right. So who is number four? We got Obi Wan, Ahsoka Tana, Darth Maul, Poe Dameron, Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Darth Maul, or Darth Vader. HK-47, which we crossed out of the list, uh, and Jan Orso. I think definitely Poe Dameron. For number four. Poe Dameron is either four or five. I I would definitely agree with that. I um, like him so po, much, though. Poe's just such He's a number great two. character. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Chris. No, I, I think Poe's such a great character because when we're watching The Force Awakens just from the beginning, it's every other Star Wars movie, we get Finn kind of having his awakening and then, like, snapping out of it. But as soon as Poe gets captured, and he's staring down Kylo Ren in the face, and he's like, who talks first? He's Han Soloing that shit. That that moment stands out from everything else in any of the Star Wars movies, I feel, because there's such, like, a brevity to it. Mm-hmm. And right, we know... Hans a smuggler from the beginning. Like he's talking a big game from the moment that you see him like appear in the cantina. 
Poe just he brings such a light, fun like it. It got a laugh. And how many like Poe genuine laughs do you have in the Star Wars movies? Poe is in the Star Wars movies. To me, me, in the original, you do. Poe is that badass good guy where Han. I think is fronting a lot of that mm-hmm. badass. Yeah. And I think the fact that Poe is that badass gives him the four slot. And I think the number four f- slot, not the two. <sighs> we we can talk about this. I think we can, I, I'm pushing for him to be up there as two because right now, I mean, but, because but the promise the of is, Poe is up here right now. We know where Han ends up. I, I think we do. We see at the bottom of Starkiller Base. <laughs> yep. I think blown up. I think at this point right now, before we talk through the the rest of the list, mm-hmm. to me, R two D two three, Poe Dameron four, and Han number five. And he didn't. He's he's added on as number ten. He's an honorable mention. He would have. No, I, I feel he's not an honorable mention, but I feel like he's one of those characters that we all would have picked at some point on our list. I'm gonna kind of more towards the top. I'm writing down Poe's number four. Any objections? Mm. And we've only gotten one movie with this mm. character. Yeah. No, I feel like Poe definitely belongs on the list. Are you th- are you saying five? I, I'm going to kind of put him on the side until we go through the rest of the picks because I think he belongs on the list. I, I don't know if it's four or five, though. All right. Well, who else is below R2-D2? Luke. Luke? Whoa, no. No, okay, here's the thing. Luke's – he's important to the story, yeah. He's the main character, but so much of it is him being carried through by the other characters. He makes his he makes it he constantly makes his own choices, though. He's led to those choices, but he makes them. He's like he, nothing's he, left for me on t- uh, Tatooine. I'm going to go with you. I'm going to give it, myself up after to after he's already been asked to go like by Obi Wan, and he's like, no, I'm going to go home. Oh, my family said, might as well go with you. Vader also, knows I'm here. I'm going to give myself up to Vader and face that fate that I've been dreading this whole time. My friends are in danger. I am leaving mm-hmm. training for to be a Jedi because I have to go save my friends. I saw the future. They and will die if I don't leave. He falls into a trap and doesn't solve those problems, though. He does. He saved his friends. Did he? He does because he goes what, to Jabba Palace and saves... Oh. Lando already renegotiated that deal. Like they were gonna take Han to Jabba the Hutt, which they already wound up doing. The only thing that happened from Luke going there is he lost his hand. If Luke had showed up like an hour later, everything the, else would have still happened, and he would have had his hand. No, because they wanted because Vader purposely let those people go in order to get Luke further and further into Bespin. At that point, the they had whole, already loaded Han up. Like the decisions were made. Yeah, yeah, the decisions Light, were made for Han, on. but Princess Leia Han was already he was already Princess Leia, Chewbacca, and R two D two and C three PO. and Lando would have been killed. They escaped because Luke showed up. Because mm-hmm. the focus all and became then on Luke. They were able to save Luke because they did that. 
Mm-hmm. If Luke never at that, at that point though, they were already resigned to stay there. Like but, the Imperials were already leaving. They were cleaning up shop. They were heading out. No, but they were as, setting the trap as, for Luke. As a as a character out of all these characters, it seems the most that Luke has the most free will. Mm-hmm. I would say Han has the most free will. He spends a movie and a half in car- or uh, at least one movie, two halves of a movie in Carbonite. He he comes- Han calls the shots though as the pilot of the Millennium Falcon. But everyone they, else is kind of beholden to whatever to, he wants to do. They come back to save Luke in the first movie and shoot Vader, and he's like around only because it's story beat. Mm-hmm. That character got paid. In, in essence, should not have come back. He came back because they were like, nah, Han's a really cool character. Let's have him come back and get a medal and not give one to the Wookiee. <laughs> I love your impression. I felt like I was sitting in the room with George Lucas. I'm starstruck right now. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even speak. Han comes but, back. But that argument like, oh, it, it's a story be thing doesn't work because that's all any of it is like mm-hmm. you can say anything that happens is because of a story beat han comes back because that's that character turning around and being like no i'm going to do the right thing i already got the money mm-hmm. but this needs to be done and he stays on sets up off and is like constantly saying i'm gonna leave tomorrow i'm pretty sure he's doing that just for protection oh yeah he's just doing it for protection against mm-hmm. But he's Jabba the Hutt. Because remember, he, he says go- that he was going to pay off Jabba when everything started going down when they were at Echo Base, and then he went back out into the snow to save his buddy because mm-hmm. Luke never came back. So what are we saying? What all right. Han is number two. Han, Han is number two. Where did I, I, that I come like from, Han, Paul? Well, because it's he's definitely not number five. I, I feel like Han belongs higher on the list than Luke. I I oh, disagree with that. Are we that. talking Luke or Han right now? I don't even know. It was a Luke talk that he came on when you're like Han's number two. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if Han's if Han's a number two, then why didn't you put him on your number three? Uh, in because your, I think John Orso Jan Orso out Han. I'm not Han. talking to you. I'm talking to Chris. Oh, Chris is saying that he needs to be in the top five, but Chris did not pick him. I said right from the beginning, like, this was going to be a top ten, and there would probably be a character that we all have to Mm -hmm. say is, like, yes, this character belongs on the list, and we just kind of become resigned to that fact. And the two examples I gave were Vader or Han Solo. I don't like R2-D2 doing number three, because he's my linchpin. Like, everybody needs to be above R2-D2 for me. Because R2-D2 should be number five. For for my personal list, if I was making a top five with these, if you throw five characters at me and R two D two's on that list, R two D two's number five. I think if you're going to put Han in the top five, mm-hmm. in the fact that none of us picked, and Poe's number four, and none of us picked him, that he would have to be in the five slot if he's going to be uh, on this list. I would be okay with him being in the five slot, but. You don't want to take Luke off for me. Ah, Luke is is is. Oh, I'm I'm more of a 
Well, I'm a Wix kid. So, so Chris, you were a Han kid? I was a Han kid, yeah. All right. See, I was a Luke kid. And I was a Wedge kid, so I don't matter. That's uh, <laughs> how it is. Um, so, right. being a Wedge kid, I'm more right. Han okay. kid than Luke kid. So, let's... All right. Even though I have, like, eight different lightsabers in my fucking closet right now. All right. Let's... Okay, let's take Luke and Han at this moment... We'll freeze them in carbonite. They're, we're, we're freezing them. So we need one other character to make this list. Who? And where? Who do Darth we... Freaking Vader. Is number Vader's one. got to be up at the top. Vader's All right. number one. All right, Vader's number one. Right? Yeah, I would say if you had to argue for a main character for Star Wars as a whole, it would be Darth Vader. All right. Does which cuts down which, yeah. which gives uh, Obi Wan number two? No, it's either Luke or Han number two, <laughs> or Han number two See, and Luke number he, five. That's what we just agreed when we froze them in carbonite. Remember? <laughs> I I'm trying to come up with characters where uh, Han and Luke are like six and seven. And we don't need to put him on this list, and then nobody, <laughs> no, 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 and then nobody's feelings are hurt because I'm sorry, I won't let Han be above Luke, and I'm pretty sure Chris won't let Luke be over Han. So, if only someone had picked K2 less, so. <laughs> so I'm saying number two, Obi Wan. No, he's the old man in the desert. He's the old man in the desert. Yeah, but, I mean, the prequel, Obi-Wan, is badass. I don't want to talk about the prequels. Well, you have to. (laughs) You're talking about some droid that exists. Something that nobody's ever seen her play. It was a video game. (laughs) Uh, Point of order, I was going to have HK-47 in uh, the original trilogy, but someone else thought him up after the fact. (laughs) HK forty seven. Uh, all right. I, number two, I'm voting Obi Wan. Chris, I, I love me some Obi Wan. Paul. So we're gonna have a top five without either Luke or Han. <laughs> I think so. That's ludicrous to me. Out of spite. Just say ludicrous speed. Obi Wan number two. Obi Wan's number two. <laughs> Obi Wan's number two. I'm voting Luke for number two, and then I was going to give Han number five. But fine, let's go. Uh, let's go. Obi Wan. All right. Fucking Obi Wan. Old man in the desert doesn't know his shit. Just in the lightsaber battles, like hey, go ahead, strike me down. I'll become more powerful than you've ever been. And then. Anakin gets his last laugh by being an old man originally, and then be coming back as a younger kid than he is in his ghost form. So fuck it. Like, why isn't... So Why isn't Ewan McGregor the ghost form for Obi-Wan? If Obi-Wan's all that great. Obi-Wan ghost form can't be boning anybody. already one with the Force. Like... He came back as Alec Guinness because that's when he he died. Anakin Skywalker died on, on Mustafar there. At that point, he was reborn as Vader. That's why he's got his weird space castle there. That space castle is badass. Okay, and so... And his dad jokes are on point. I say, from this list, without hurting Chris or myself, Han with Solo. our Luke and Han... Han Solo is number five. 
Then where's Luke Skywalker? Number four? Is that what you're saying? No. Poe Dameron's number four. Luke Poe Dameron's awesome. I say, all right, Poe Dameron. I say Poe Dameron number six. What? No, we already or, put him at number four. Number four. Darth Maul? Fuck Darth Maul. I think Jane... Jane Orso is a cool character, but I don't think she's a top five Star Wars character. I, I would have said Cassian before Jen. Ooh. Yo, Cassian, as soon as you see him, like, pop that dude in the, uh, in the alley, mm-hmm. like, to keep, uh, to keep what's going on hush-hush. Jen's a catalyst he's... for his turn and his whole character arc, though. Like, yeah, without Jen, I he want, would have... I want another movie about that dude being a spy. I don't want I, any other movie about every, Orso. Every character wow. in Rogue One, and by that mm-hmm. I mean just like Baze Malvis, Chirrut Imway, and then Cassian Andor, I want more of them in like comic book form just to like get into their nitty gritty. Like I feel like I already know everything I need to know about Jin. Like Yeah, with Jin I, being a gorilla fighter though, imagine Jin with a Sibin a Sabin and like one other Sabine? rebel Sabine, and uh, like when they were with Saul, before Saul's uh, like, dude, you gotta like, you gotta okay. calm the shit down. She was so badass that Saul Guerrera had to sit her down. Like, he, okay, she was off kilter. I think he left Saul her Guerrera's to protect been her. Been in Star Wars Rebels, and mm-hmm. I didn't care for him. And I'm sorry, but like that part of the movie really slowed it down for me. Like with Force Whitaker. It's just one of those things where he's like, Paul Gullet! And it's like, what the fuck are you saying? Paul Gullet! It's like, what does that mean? And then they feed it, like, the pilot to, like, a space octopus dude to, like, torture him. That part of the movie didn't need to exist. My least favorite part of Rogue One was Sagarera. Wow. Paul Gullet! They sent you! Is this a trap? Shut up, Forrest Whitaker. I respect you, but I don't like your character in this. Let's just get back to Rebels doing cool shit with Kyber Crystals and Shirt Imway being a badass. So Gorilla is the... Bullgullet! It's showing you... Bullgullet! How easy it is to become there. Like, he's even when up. you're he's... trying to be in the right... You, you can he's an still, extremist. Yeah, you can still fall and become Vader because he basically is Vader at the time you see him with the breathing apparatus. Okay, and he's so machine. I'm gonna say number four is Poe. Yes, because we already said that. We already agreed. I wrote it down. I feel like that happened. Yes. So number five is Han Solo. I don't think you have Han Solo. <laughs> without Luke Skywalker, and you don't have Luke Skywalker without Han Solo, number five is a draw between the two characters. <laughs> okay. I'm all right with that. I will accept it. I will. Han slash Luke, because there is no trilogy without the Wait two a second. I read that fan fiction. I did not enjoy that fan fiction. I did not know what I was getting into when I read that fan fiction. So what I think is really cool is that we all voted the Poe Dameron is such a great character that... He's better than Luke and Han? <laughs> But I think that uh, in a, in a by the worst in R two D two. I'm just R2 saying. R two D two is number R2 five is on the list. And he's R two super important. Not as important as Darth Vader, Han Solo, and Luke Skywalker. You think Darth Vader's number one? I do. 
You're welcome, yes. <laughs> the, whole, the whole series is because of Darth Vader. He's the most important. Mm-hmm. Out of that list, just make... R2-D2 is the one that does not belong. I think R2 no. I, I think R2's a, R2 is a pivotal, awesome and super important. Pivotal character. Uh-huh. Sure. If you had to have a droid that wasn't HK-47... <laughs> yes, the assassin droid, who's the best! Do you want a droid that can do everything? That's R2. He can make you a drink. He can shoot a lightsaber to you. He can talk to sentient battle stations and have, like, your ships released. Here's the thing. If you want a robot on this list, it needs to be one that we know. (laughs) Okay, then I would go to with 2K, 2KSO. Well, you should have done that. You should have done that, though. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you agree or disagree with this (laughs) list, please... When this is released, find mm-hmm. us over on the Facebook. Let us know because we enjoy with any kind of interaction we have. Uh, also, hey, you know what would be great? If you listen to this and instead of putting that list on Facebook, hey, put it up as a rate and review over on the iTunes. That's a thing that we like to have mm-hmm. done. Tell we, us how wrong we were for not putting Boba Fett or Chewbacca on the list. Uh, exactly. Baby we, we could. Here's the thing, we could do, do like a top 20 Star Wars characters, and we still would have argued over it. Oh, we would have, every, every single position would have been, ah, him! Uh, but here's the thing, Wedge, Wedge and Tilly's... At which point... Wedge and Tilly's wouldn't have been on the top 20. He has to be on the top 20! Uh, oh, what, 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 Wedge would still probably play, so would Lando, oh. Admiral Akbar, Chewie, mm-hmm. Bon Mothma... Give me a hammerhead. Uh, <laughs> but, the leader oh my green. god, General, General Hux, Mr. Space Nazi, uh, Nazi Weasley, he would probably be on there. Uh, but thank you all for listening. Find us over on the Facebook, find us on iTunes. Uh, I guess rate and review us wherever you listen, if that's a thing. I don't know how to do that. I if we were making a top 20, uh, Arvel Serind, uh, the green leader... The pilot of the A-Wing that crashes into the bridge of the Super Star Destroyer that crashes the Super Star Destroyer would make my list. Uh, he sounds like a horrible pilot. Why did he crash? He's not as good as Poe. <laughs> Poe didn't crash. But he did. <laughs> Poe did crash. That TIE fighter all over, the, all over that stupid planet. Chikoo! Chikoo! Does everyone want to go back to Chikoo?